0: Hi guys, it's Baby Peach, and welcome back to Hikarashi episode 33. Uh, we're going to pick up right where we left off in the past one. Let me take a little drink, and we'll jump right in. The smoking room was filled with a cloud of cigarette smoke. The expensive smoke filter gave off some crackling electric noise, but it didn't seem like it was doing anything at all. Why do smokers have to be shoved so far down this corridor where the sun didn't even reach? I recalled hearing that the tax revenue from tobacco was about a tenth of the municipality's re- revenue. We were the most heavily taxed members of this municipality, and so I really wish they'd show us a little more respect. Hmm. Why would you discard the five monzu there? It's just decreasing your options. One of the younger detectives is having a staring contest with the Mahjong magazine called Next Turn. You're still in 10 pi if you cut the five monzu. If you're betting on a Haitei, then shouldn't you be going into it with a mongan? much Look at the pond. They all discarded a five monzu. It's a safe tile. You'd hate if, I, if at in game someone was sitting on a tin pie on the last turn, wouldn't you? The kid let out another groan, put out his cigarette, then took out another one. I just don't agree. Why would you reduce your own options? By the way, you can't call Ron with your winning tile in that high Tay. What? Why is that? Just then I heard a voice coming from down the hall. Are you here, Oishisan? You have a call from a civilian. Whoa, ain't that something? Well, see you soon. What? Why can't you call Ron on it? H- hold on a 2nd Oishisan. The man sitting in the seat Oishisan was heading towards waved at the telephone receiver outside line from a payphone. Oh, I thank you. Sorry to keep you waiting. This is Oishi. Who is it? Ah, uh, Oishi-san. Hello. If it isn't my barasan, why? Good evening. From the tone, my barakun's voice, I already knew he was in a predicament. This was the first time my barakun had phoned me, and he was calling from a payphone. Please calm down. Did something happen? Ah, uh, well, ah. Uh his voice was erratic over the line. He had completely lost his sense of composure. After checking that nobody else could hear, I prompted him in a hushed tone. What happened? Uh, um, I, I, I... Calm down, my barra I can have the local officers head to your location. I'll be there soon, too. Um, I think that's impossible. His voice was quivering and hoarse. He wasn't surrounded by people, even as he was making this call, was he? My Barasan, you're calling from a payphone right now, right? Where is that payphone? There was no other sound besides my Coon's voice. It had to be a phone booth. I scratched out a note and thrust it at my colleague sitting across from me. He knew a phone booth. He understood quickly, and he hastily started on the internal lines. Calm down, my What What is your current situation? It usually wasn't a good idea to tell someone panicking to do so, but this was not a usual case. My barracoon didn't get in trouble, get away, and then call me. He was in the midst of something dangerous right now, but yelling at my barracoon right now would just needlessly cause him to be even more frantic. My barracoon wasn't just calling to seek help, he was trying to tell us something more than that. And whatever that was, if I didn't get it from this call, I was certain there would never be another chance. My colleagues pushed a note in front of me. There's only one phone booth in Hinomizawa A patrol car is on the way. Five minutes. That's too long. How many officers are in there? Shoo. Not enough. If it was what I imagined, there was certainly quite a few people surrounding my barracoon. Five minutes was too long. Did you call the officer stationed in Hinamizawa? He's scheduled to be on patrol. They're currently out, and it'll be impossible to contact them. Goddamn, Kumachan Bring the car around. Understood. Hello? oishi san <laughs> Hello? It's alright. I can hear you loud and clear. There was something wrong with my barracoon. That wasn't a normal coughing sound. Vomiting? Or was it blood? Had he already been attacked? Was he injured? My Barasan, The police are on their way. They'll be there in a couple minutes, so hold on somehow. Hello? Can you hear me? My Barasan? I could hear on the other end of the line that he was having a coughing fit. The worst possible situation popped into my head. My Barasan, who is the culprit? How many are there? I... I thought... At first, the culprit was human. (sighs) I couldn't tell if that was a cough or vomiting. Are you alright, my Barasan? I thought that the culprit was a person. And not only a Shiro-sama's curse. Up until right now, but... I guess in the end... (laughs) It was an intense bout of coughing, then vomiting, but I guess Oyashiro-sama does a No, he's here. My Baro-san, please just calm down. I had been thinking it was strange for a while now. It's been following me this whole time. I run and run and run and run, but it just sticks to me like my shadow, but slowly, so slowly, it's digging itself into my back. My Baro-san, are they right now, perhaps right behind you behind me right behind me please my Varasan, son i can tell you're scared but please who is it that's right behind you i can't just look behind me if i do i'll i'll i understand that you're scared but please tell me you just need to turn around a bit who is it who is behind you my Barisan? Right after I said that, I could hear him vomiting intensely. What followed was a nightmarish sound. My son, it couldn't be that you are clawing out your own throat. There was no answer, but I could hear something like scratching. There was a bang as if something was being hit. My barracoon had probably dropped the receiver. I could hear groaning and vomiting over the other end in a repeated abnormal noise. Hello? Hello? My son, hello? I knew how far away my voice would sound on the other end, but I couldn't help that, but shout. At that moment, I heard whispering coming from the other end. I couldn't tell what he was saying from the way he was saying it. Was he talking to himself or was he talking to someone there? Hello, my barasan. Rather than whispering, it was some kind of mantra he was chanting over and over. I focused my senses on trying to pick up what he was saying. What was he repeating? What exactly? Beep. Suddenly, the line went dead. Did he use up his time? It was because it was a payphone. It was because it cut so abruptly. The last thing he said came out so clearly in my mind. Oishisan, the car is good to go. Oishisan? It was, I'm sorry. Oishisan? That's what he was repeating over and over. He said, I'm sorry. I had a gut feeling. There was no longer a need to hurry. I could hear the chirp of the higurashis filling in from the open window. I should have been able to hear them this entire time. I just wasn't paying any attention. Why did I focus on them all of a sudden? Were they trying to tell me something? Only the higurashi knew. That's how I felt. July 1983, in Hinamizawa, a remote village near Shishibone City, there was a murder involving two female. The suspect caught over his two female classmates. Reina Ryugu, and Minasanozaki, to his house and beat them to death with a metal bat. The scene of the crime was the suspect's room on the second floor of his house. The inside of the room was covered with a significant quantity of splattered blood and there were signs of a struggle with the victims. In addition to the scene of the crime, the entryway, living room, and kitchen all had traces of a struggle. At the entryway, the shoe rack and wall had evidence of being impacted by a strong blunt force. It is believed to have been the same bad as the murder weapon. Having no traces of blood, it is believed the destruction occurred before the murders. There is the possibility that the suspect overpowered his victims to keep them from fleeing. In the living room, the rug had been pulled back, and then thrown aside. It is hard to believe that this had a connection to the struggle with the victims, and thus the reason for the remains unknown. In the kitchen, the garbage bag was torn apart and its contents were spread out on the floor. Garbage was strewn about in the surrounding area and handprints believed to belong to the suspect were discovered. It is believed that the suspect had for some reason taken out the garbage and struck it with his fist. The reason for this remains unknown. In addition, there was a note stuck to the fridge. The words was, was there a needle, were written on it. The meaning behind this remains unclear, just in case the garbage was searched, but a needle was not discovered. Though the garage door was functional, it had been left open ever since the suspect moved in. The garage door was found closed. The suspect's fingerprints were discovered on the garage door. The reason behind this remains unknown. The suspect fled the scene of the crime. However, a patrolling officer, Hinuizawa, a local PD, found the suspect collapsed inside a phone booth. At the time of discovery, the suspect was unconscious in critical condition. He was rushed to the local hospital for treatment but did not regain consciousness and died 24 hours later. The results of the autopsy indicate the immediate cause of death to have been a shock. It was determined that the suspect had clawed at his own throat with his fingernails, and resulting bleeding caused his death. With the similarity to his death at Tomatakis on the prior week, the police believed there to be a connection and have opened an investigation. However, due to the wishes of local authorities, it was a confidential investigation. Due to the abnormal nature of the death, it was suspected that drugs were involved, but as with Tomatakis, no drugs were found. What prompted all that remains inexplicable as such, this case is being treated as an act committed on impulse. However, with several accounts of the suspect's bizarre behavior leading to up to the incident, Okay, separated from this group of friends, isolation, inexplicable behavior, several days before the incident, the suspect began carrying around a metal bat. The suspect was observed, displaying an aggressive behavior as well as talking to himself at school. His classmates actually are... Okay, two days before the incident, the suspect declared to his parents the possibility of his death. Due to these circumstances, the police had begun an investigation on the possibility that the crime was not committed on impulse. Afterwards, a note was found in the suspect's room that he had written himself. The note was written on two sheets from a B-5 ruled notebook that had been torn in half, and as of trying to conceal, it had been stuck behind the clock. The contents are as written in the appendix. The police believe it to be strongly related to the incident. The police changed their line of investigation based on the possibility that the suspect was involved in some sort of incident um, himself. However, no further clues are found casting both doubt on credibility of the note. Was the crime impulsive or premeditated? Was the situation unclear? No further developments. The case has been labeled Unknown. However, the following year, suspicion arose regarding the nature of the note. The note was not written on two halves of B5 paper from two separate sheets, but was originally a sh- single sheet of B5 paper. In order to a- erase several lines from the middle, someone had torn them out. Judging from the size of the letters, the missing section is estimated to be two to three lines. It is highly probable that the person who eliminated the lines in question is not the suspect. In addition, judging from the traces of large quantities of cell phone, cellophane, tape, had been stuck to the back of the clock, speculation that someone other than the note stuck there. The person who discovered the crime was the detective rumored to have a connection with the incident. Wait, he had underwent voluntarily questioning but denies a vomit. The suspect's note. I, My Maibara, am in fear of my life. I do not know why they are after my life. The only thing I do know is that it has to do with oyashiro Osama's curse. Rain and me on are conspirators of the perpetrators. There are four or five adults, maybe more. They have a light van. This is all in the first sheet. Everything below has been ripped out. This has been the second sheet. Everything above has been ripped out. I have no idea why it has become like this. If you are reading this, then I am probably already dead. Though the only difference may be the presence or your lack of a body. You who are reading this, please uncover the truth. That is my only desire. Keiji Maibara. Hey guys that last bit went a bit click so make sure you sub onto to my youtube channel baby peach anime to see the full police report at the end so you can pause and read along um yeah and everybody who's already on my youtube channel just pause and read what i didn't get to read to you because it went by so fast um with that I hope you enjoyed the last part of chapter one of Higurashi I'll probably take a short break from this series and um work on some other series and projects I have started on and then we'll jump back into chapter two so see you when we start up chapter two guys bye